everyone, it's Josh. Uh, please excuse the microphone quality. I'm currently recording this in my bedroom right before this podcast goes up. But I would like to address two things. One, for returning listeners, you may have noticed this is the first episode without a uh, YouTuber as the main uh, feature. And that's because I'm expanding the JCS podcast to really have anyone that I feel um, would be good content-wise to come on and would be entertaining towards you. Um, So that is now the goal of the podcast is to bring, you know, as normal joy to your day. So hopefully this podcast does that. But the end of this podcast did cut out. So unfortunately, it is a little bit shortened. But I would like to once again thank Randy for coming on and uh, being the first ever non-YouTuber on this podcast podcast. It was an honor, and I wouldn't have wanted it to go any other way. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode three of the JCS Podcast. Hello and welcome back, everybody. It's been a little while, actually, uh, since I did this last. If I go to my channel and I check it out, uh, my last video was three months ago, uh, so it performed pretty well, actually, and then I didn't upload again. Um, And the last podcast was also three months ago. So here we are, um, back with another one for you guys, and I cannot promise when the next one will be out, but there will be another one, but today, joining me, I have a good friend of mine, Randy Scott, um, how are you doing? I'm well, especially since you call me a good friend, that's, that's pleasant. <laughs> there are other awesome jobs besides doing YouTube, and I want to point that out, so uh, Randy, what do you do? Uh, I am a radio personality, so I, uh, I am part of the Whiskey and Randy <laughs> show. Um, and, uh, we are on a country station, actually two country stations. So we do mornings, uh, in the Salisbury ocean city, Sussex County, Delaware area and uh, afternoons, uh, in Wilmington, Delaware. So froggy 99, uh, the South part of Delaware in Maryland, Eastern shore of Maryland and a 94, seven WDSD afternoons in Wilmington, Delaware. By the way, we're in my basement <laughs> and I, I don't get to do much down here, but I want this to be my man cave someday, and I think this is the start of something, and we're going to hear funny noises, and like those who are watching, see this industrial look. I mean, I dig it. I, I kind of like it, too. I am I like the silver going around. It's a nice, it's like a spaceship, mm. nice touch. Yes. So how long have you been being a radio host? How so uh, I graduated college in 2003 and then uh, worked part-time that year and then joined uh, iHeartRadio in 2004. It was called Clear Channel at the time and at some point down the line it changed to iHeartMedia um, and then launched the iHeartRadio app and all that fun stuff. And right. It was successful launch so they ended up changing the name from Clear Channel to iHeart. So let's see, this August it will be... Um, Wow, that's a lot. Fifteen years. Fifth. That's that's. I was one years old when you started. I this know. I old know. journey. 
So you go, you went to college. I did. I did. Where did you go, and what did you go for? I uh, ended up going to Mid American Nazarene University in Olathe, Kansas. If you read it on a map and you're not familiar with it, you probably say Olathe. Um, but uh, I just decided to go to a, a Nazarene school right. because that's the uh, denomination of church I grew up in. So, uh, and I wanted to play football because my senior year of high school, I ended up playing and really loved it and I was mm-hmm. like why did I play this earlier in my life but right. I wanted to check it out so there were two schools I narrowed it down to because there were only two of the eight or nine Nazarene schools that had it so I ended up choosing Mid-America uh, from Salisbury, Maryland to Olathe, Kansas is about I don't know 1200 miles yeah. and 20 hours or so in a car so it was kind of crazy but uh, you pulled it off. I pulled it off, made the jump, didn't have the most successful sports career out there, but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Right. And uh, I actually went to become a phys ed teacher and coach. I was inspired by a lot of my coaches growing up um, uh, here in, in the Salisbury area and uh, wanted to teach and coach. And then, full disclosure, realized you had to get an A or a B in every class to be a teacher, and that wasn't happening. So uh, I wasn't the best student. Uh, so, uh, I ended up, uh, diving into a little radio, uh, on campus and it, it's kind of a weird story and kind of mean, and I'm kind of scared to share it at this point in life. Cause you know, everybody's going to call me a bully, but uh dude was like ripping on our dorm on campus radio. So uh, we're good friends now. So just right. keep, keep that in the back of your mind. Right. Anyway. So, uh, I went to this, st- we kind of led a revolt to the station. We're like, dude, what are you doing? Ended up <coughs> safely safely duct taping him to the flagpole and uh, he's actually a very successful radio guy in the state of kansas right now um but uh, he's like hey that was interesting why don't you come on my show he was kind enough to be like okay i get it and then he brought me on the show and was like hey you're a natural and uh (laughs) it all kind of worked out i did some sports for a while there and uh had a radio shift and actually called play-by-play for uh minor league baseball for five seasons and uh man had a blast doing that but uh when you you know, fall in love and get married and have kids. It's kind right. of a tough life if you're yeah. not going to go to the to the top level. So, did you make? Did you change your major? Or did I did. You? Yep. Uh, again, once I realized that I wasn't smart enough even to be a physical education teacher, I uh, <laughs> I uh, changed it to communications. So. Entertainment's a lot easier, but it's not for everyone. No, no, it isn't, man. It's just a lot of fun. So I get up every day at four o'clock in the morning, and that sounds miserable for so many people. Right. Uh, and it's not the greatest time to wake up. But uh, and I get to work and I kick back and I do some show prep, just prep for the show, uh, and then we we have the time of our lives. I have so much fun in what I do, and it's just I work with a guy named Whiskey. Guess what? That's not his real name. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we're really good friends, and I feel like we have really good chemistry, and uh, you know, it's kind of like a brotherhood. We're, we're like brothers. We fight like brothers. But right. you know, if anybody messes with him, I'm after him. If anybody messes with me, he's right after back. him. Yeah, it's right it's pretty cool. Back. We've been doing our show as it is, uh, coming up on eight years. So so incredible. What is what is prep for a radio show like? All right, so thanks to the World Wide Web, um, right. which is what they call the, the Internet, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it, uh, it makes it a lot easier. So I never really grew up in the glory days of radio in the 80s and 90s, which apparently was just ridiculous what these people were doing. Yeah. Um, sounds sounds that's uh, crazy. Like, uh, that's like, what's the, what's the fame? That he's raunchy. But, um, Are you talking about Howard Stern? Howard Stern, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name. Yeah. He was the big... He was one of many, and right. certainly has emerged and is still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, and it was just like I was always wondering where they get it. I think a lot of my show prep do, and a lot of the the whiskey and radio show, we like personal connections. So yeah, we have these stupid news stories, which is one of our best segments where we share stupidity. Usually, no offense in the state of Florida, right? Um, I don't know why, but uh, that's where they seem to come out of. But a lot of it's you know we just want to relate to people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it's kind of like you you've got to be really good at telling a story about yourself, but that's not all about yourself. Right. Um, that relates to people and people go, yeah, I go through that or, you know, that sort of thing. So that's kind of our goal. And, you know, we try to spread it out. And obviously if there's big, big things happening in the world, we're on top of those things or big things happening in entertainment. It's not like a show all about us. Right. But we've got some crazy kids. I got two, he's got two, our wives. It's just, it's just a, a fun life and uh, it seems to connect with people. So, you said it was a country music station. Yeah, yep. So, how do you pick the songs? Like, do you DJ and queue up, or how does uh, that no, work? No, they don't want that. Right. right. And you don't want that as a listener either. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, someone else does that, um, or else, you know, we'd, we'd probably play the most ridiculous things you've ever heard. No, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it, too, is like when you're doing a show like that, they don't want you to have to worry about that like back in the day there would be music directors and some morning people would be music directors right but for the most part our focus is just trying to do the best show we can do yeah and that would be a big distraction yeah kind of like another... surfing the internet while we're supposed to be concentrating on the next thing we're saying that never happens right so country music i i will address it <laughs> country music i think and you can correct me if you think i'm wrong oh here, you know i will John. but i think country music could be the most hated Really? Not by like I uh-huh. I don't mean like in I mean it, the when people hate music, mm-hmm. one of the tops that could come and this isn't me. Yeah. I think it's country music. So when you're asking people like, "What's your favorite kind of anything but country?" Right. I just said that in a country voice, so that wouldn't have worked. But right. you hear anything but country more than you hear well, anything but hip hop or anything. So you think it's the most hated, or at least that's. Kind I think I think when I ask people, "What's your least favorite country?" comes up, which I don't understand because I think it's kind of, I yeah. think maybe culturally. Uh, people don't well, like it, but I think people—it's tough for people. I think sometimes to admit it, especially younger people. Right. Um, I didn't like country when I was growing up. I mm-hmm. wasn't like everything but right. country. Um, but I just think it tells a story, and I think music goes through. It's just like anything. You're gonna have its ups and downs, and um, and country music is so like male dominated right now. It's right. crazy, but that's what people want to hear. But it, it tells a story. Uh, I think better than most genres, and I think it connects with people. Um, you know, there's a catchy song on pop radio that I really like, right? But what does it do for me other than I memorize this line and I say it 15 times, right? And I don't want to sound like an old fogey. And there's country. Trust me, there are country songs that do the exact same thing. Yeah. But for the most part, traditionally and even now, I feel like country connects because it tells that story, um, and it, it, it's about what things people go through or. Uh, have experienced or seen people experience more so than maybe some others. And yeah, I may be generalizing, but I am defending country to a certain extent. Right. But I do think deep down when people give it a chance, it's not as bad as you think. You right. Know? Part of me thinks it's just a stigma. Yeah. Like, you hate it because everyone around you says that they don't like it. And mm-hmm. I, I personally don't think it's that bad. I've got a few country songs in my playlist. But that a brings few. me <laughs> that brings me over... To my next question. Okay. It's a two-parter. Do you listen to the songs while you're in the studio, or is there just a clock and you guys 
in between you see the clock and it tells you how much time before you're on again um, or do you listen listen actively while you're uh, doing your stuff in between the music I would say for the most part I mean it's always on right. um, actively I think new songs mm-hmm. and songs that you really like or connect with sure but it's, uh, it's always in your ear right yeah I mean we don't have headphones on for four hours mm-hmm. it's there's speakers in the studio that are on right um, and we'll you know, you still want to live in that moment as a listener. Like, yeah. if if somebody that's listening, you want to come out with the energy of that song. You can't mm-hmm. come out of a sad song about how I had to shoot my dog. You and know, then jump jump into... Jump in, hey, everybody! You know, right. that sort of thing. Or vice versa, you know, come out, hey... You know, that sort of thing. So I think you still got to live in the moment. Uh, that's especially true, like, when we're doing a radiothon. Like, uh, we do a St. Jude radiothon two days every year. Right. And those songs can, like, rip your heart out. But... It's important to be in that moment of the listener too to to come out and kind of continue that story into hell in, in into a, a point of action so people can step in and help. So, right. Uh, I would say, but for the most part, we we're somewhere in between. Like we're not ignoring the songs, that's for sure. But we're not like actively listening to every word because we're pretty familiar with most of the songs we're playing. Yeah. So and we're starting to think about okay, what do we say when we come out of here? Right. Not that we're just popping the mic and going like kind of i am today with you mm-hmm. but like i'll have a show grid and we'll know kind of where we're going we, right we don't always know how we're going to get there but we know where we're going so i think well we have a subscription to sirius xm and how the hits channel works or like mm-hmm. country hits and stuff like that is waste of money be, what <laughs> it'll be 50 just kidding well that's you know that's because <laughs> it's like that's a major competitor for you right uh, i mean Everything's in anything that um, anything that takes people's time, I guess, is technically a competitor. Right. But it isn't like what you would um, consider a direct competitor. I mean, I guess to a certain extent, because you know where people could be listening to radio, they might be listening to that, which is radio, but right. but different. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was yeah. the question? Is so, that a competitor? I, I know. I, 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 I stepped off, but <laughs> no, it's good. Because uh, the hits channels, they they do like the same top fifty songs. Mm-hmm. So does Probably the music more like top forty? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the music get old? Oh yeah, I mean I think it can. Right. Um, you know I think you try, and again it, it's not up to us to do the music. Right. But for the, they're trying to get a good blend of what people are familiar with, what they like, what connects with them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you're going to have weeks or months that seem like okay, I've been hearing that one enough a lot. or a lot. Um, but I mean, they do the research, they do their testing, like they, they have different ways to, to test a to room basically response, to see how yeah. the response is. And sometimes they're overwhelming. And sometimes I'm like, wow, we're still playing kid rock. And mm-hmm. he was on like three genres at the same time with all summer long and we're still playing it. And it was, I don't, I don't know. Was that Oh six? I don't even know. You were probably still a, in diapers. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like that song must really test well with everybody because, because we played a lot. Continue to play it. So, do you listen to those songs when you're off the job, or what do you what do you put on? So, let's see. I've been trying really to um, to branch out a little bit. We're Christians, so we listen to a lot of Christian music, especially in the car with the kids. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but usually they, they pick that over me. I'm like, wow, that's really messed up. I'm, right. I'm feeding you guys. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I I think that's important. If that's you're supposed to be taking in 
what you're supposed to be taking in. Right. Um, so I think that's – I'm not going to be angry at my family for, uh, for that. Uh, so if I'm with them, I try to get a little of my stations in there. Right. Uh, I like sports talk t- for the most part. I dabbled in it for a little while. Um, but I feel like you do need to kind of break away mm-hmm. from it. And I, and I feel like it's really important in life – in all of life, just not just career, but to get different perspectives and and hear different sides and yeah. understand how how you're different from other people and why you're different than other people. So uh, I try to listen to some podcasts every once in a while. Believe it or not, I'm going to subscribe to this one after this. Yeah, and, you know it's good because it'll come up in your inbox once every three months, and yes. it'll be like a nice little surprise. So <laughs> with the job. Have you ever met any artists? Oh yeah. Um, after uh, this week, I met a guy by the name of Joe Diffie. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's not the biggest I've met, but he had like thirteen number ones back in the day before I was into country music. But yeah, um, we've met a lot of artists. Um, right. Know, it comes with the job, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a cool perk. Um, it's funny, like sometimes we have the opportunity, and you feel kind of bad, like you'll meet someone that you're maybe not a huge fan of but you right. you don't n- not like them right but there are people that would give their like right arm to meet this person and it's cool to meet them but you're like oh, i feel kind of bad because i know there's like people at their concert at that ones. one yeah yeah but so, uh, yeah so there's you know i've met a lot of athletes through the sports broadcasting world met a lot of country artists especially yeah so have you met any like big name artists like who who would you say <sighs> oh boy yeah i mean for the most part, I've met a lot. I mean, I haven't met. Let's see, I've t- either talked to on the phone or met right a lot of the big ones too, like Garth Brooks. Would be, I haven't really thought of this in a while. Uh, I on my Facebook, I have this uh, album that's like people that I uh, that I don't really know that I've met. Right. Um, it sounded really bad to have like a famous person. Hey, here's all the famous people I met, but yeah, uh, ironic. Miranda Lambert's in there. I mean, I, I'm forgetting some big people, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, anybody who comes through town, we live in an area where we're not getting like Garth Brooks to come through town, right? Or, uh, Kenny Chesney to come through town, but once mm-hmm. in a while, if we go to these shows. Uh, it's cool to meet them. Um, meet and reach for the most part are are kind of I wouldn't say awkward. Like it's just real quick. Hey, how you doing? Snap a pic. All right, see you later. Right. Um, which again, it's cool to have that picture in that moment and that memory. But yeah. you're not making like a huge connection. There's a line of whether it's ten or fifty people behind you or in front of you that are going and doing the same thing. One of the cool experiences recently was at uh, Dover International Speedway. We got to go on the bus of an artist from Big and Rich, John Rich and Cowboy Troy. And he actually won The Apprentice, I think, many, many years ago. Um, but we were on there for like 45 minutes to the point where we're paranoid that we're going to get like, that we're going to be on there too long. Right. We're going to yeah. stay our welcome. But that's like a unique experience because we really had a connection with him. We, yeah. we hung out. We talked. It was cool. So that's ones that you like really remember. Yeah. So was that the most memorable interaction? Because it just happened. Yeah, 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 right. Um, I don't know. Like, it's really cool. Like, Jimmy Allen is a guy who we've met a couple of times, and he's a local a guy. He's out of Milton, Delaware, and he had a number one song in 2018 called Best Shot. Um, and that's been really cool because, you know, we've exchanged numbers. We've kept in touch. We'll text him every once in a while. Right. Um, you know, that's probably my favorite right now, I guess, just because, you know, it's just cool to uh, yeah. to see a guy from where you're at like really take off and and try to stay connected and you know and, and to de- to befriend them and and just to kind of right. see how 
how yeah. they can take it. You know? No, I definitely, I definitely get that um, to a point where. Well, I'll ask you this question, and then I'll get into what I was going to say. Have you ever met like you weren't? You said you weren't that much into country when you were younger. But were there Not any names that you that you met where like, oh, that was cool, like that was something. That not like that you dreamed of, but that you're like. Well, how about I tell you this? One that I could have met right. that I didn't um, was actually an athlete, um, Don Mattingly, whose jersey is hanging in okay. my basement. I just put it up yesterday. <laughs> I've had it on the floor forever. Um, but like he was my guy when I was growing up. Like, right. Like I loved baseball. I loved the Yankees. I know many people are rolling their eyes and turning this off, mm-hmm. especially people who love the Red Sox like yeah. yourself. Um, Go but, for the second. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I was like from me to from me to you to him once, and it was uh, I got on the field at uh, Oriole Park at Camden Yards. The Yankees were playing the Orioles, and he was the hitting coach at the time, and, or the bench coach. And I could have said something, but I was actually worried that he'd be a complete jerk. Yeah, which he probably wouldn't be. But if he was, it kind of it would have like ruined my ruin <laughs> ruined my childhood. Yeah, I see uh, what you mean. You know, so that's one there. Uh, like I probably could have, but it wasn't like. I think you get used to it. You get excited when you're meeting people right. like that. Yeah. But, and you, you're trying to, like, control your excitement level and try yeah. to be cool and not be overbearing. So, um, But, yeah, I don't think there was ever, like, I think you have that excitement, but it's never like, oh, gosh, that was the best moment of my life. Right, yeah. Because um, that was my wedding day. Well, course. I feel like when you meet somebody who's, I don't want to say, well, for you, I guess it would be celebrity status, but when I have talked to the past... Uh, YouTubers that I've you know seen their content and seen them blow mm-hmm. up like yeah. uh, Sir Froge or Simi or Tim. Let me pick those up. You just dropped some names, right? Right. Go ahead. Um, I it was it was nice to see that they were human too and get to see the other side because a lot yeah. of times people are glorified. Oh yeah. In a way, and it's almost like they're living on a separate world. The other one thing I was thinking about the other day is it feels like a fiction book, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And you're living in your own life, but when you get to sorry guys, you got little, an email, yeah, little study notes notification. It's but, important. But when you step over and see that there are people too, oh yeah, kind of not brings it down, but makes even makes goals more achievable. At yeah, that yeah, time, yeah, you know? absolutely. And I think it's important. Again, we were talking earlier just to know where people are from and where people are at, and not necessarily where they're from, but where they're coming from, right? Um, and to realize that. You know, they're just like you and me for the most part. Right. Um, most in country, I will say, have been, at least on the surface, super nice. Yeah. And welcoming and cool. Um, at the end of the day, they do the same things you do. They just have nicer stuff. They've all got jobs. Yeah. <laughs> they're just bringing in a little bit more of a heftier pay. Let me say it this way. They go to the bathroom, too. All right? Right. Like, right. It's, it's a real moment. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Scott, thank you. For coming on and being the first ever non-YouTuber on the J- this is a I'm pivot- honored. This is a pivotal moment. This is big for all of us because when I'm looking back in five years as mm-hmm. the number one YouTuber in the world, yeah, and it's only going to take you five. Yeah, uh, five. Yeah, I hope easy. you still know me and remember me. Right. Well, I, I'll have to. Actually, you better. Let's get that on tape. Right, because I'll be looking back, and I'll, I'll be sitting in my podcast studio, and I'll be looking back, and I'll be like, wow. Randy was the person who started it all. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to look back and think the same exact thing. Right. (laughs) Just hopefully you're not at the end of this going, man, I feel so much dumber from listening to that guy. That's my only hope. Me, not you. I'm definitely not going to feel dumber from you. Yeah, that's a good hope. 
Um, so, Randy, this is, I don't know what you can plug since you're a local radio station, yeah. but if you have anything well, you want to plug. Oh, do I? <laughs> yeah. No, the good news is uh, check out our show on the iHeartRadio app. It's a free download. Um, we're the Whiskey and Randy Show. We have a Whiskey and Randy podcast, which is a lot different than the podcast we've just completed. Our space, right? We some would call it best of. I just call it stuff. We remember to record and post. Um, but they're two or three minutes or one minute here and there. But so uh, if you have a short attention span, that's great. And I do think that's the crazy thing that we really didn't get to talk to today. Is just my whole thing has always been definitely piped down like hey you're in you know terrestrial radio you got to keep this short and to the point and moving on where podcast is like the flip side like hey yeah. just sit back and t- man, some of these podcasts are like three and four hours long right and it's like have you ever thought of starting one um i have i've actually talked to someone you know well about one um right. but i don't know life you know i have two kids and a wife and in a I mean, I try to volunteer a lot and do a lot of things. I'm, I would only be like once every three months I'd be able to do it. Right. So that was well, a, that was, that, that was a knock yeah, at you. Yeah. Um, it's a. T- I've I've heard there are people who have pulled it off in that yeah. time stable. So I think I think you could probably yeah, exactly attempt it. No, I don't know. I think it's it's cool. I feel like you know I don't want to be overexposed. You know, either like right. cr- hitting up my same audience and going, "Hey, I hope you enjoy the few minutes we get to talk to you every day." Here's our two hour. Right. podcast but um i think it's i think it's amazing what people are doing and i think it's giving people a voice they never had a voice before i think that's there's a lot of positives with podcasts so um go for it man yeah but well, i don't know if it's for me yet well i appreciate i think you could pull it off just because not that i've been able to pull it off but i i it's it's not that hard um the first 15 minutes is about any pot, the three the things I've learned. This is a little bonus okay. for everybody here. But the three things I've Josh learned in the first Scott three, extra right. And the first three is that the first fifteen minutes of the podcast are hard. But if you can get through those first fifteen and kind of loosen up, it gets easier to do. But ladies and gentlemen, that was Randy Scott. Yes, thanks so much, Randy's uh, nineteen eighty one on Twitter, on YouTube, Whiskey and Randy on YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio app. Here's the shameless plugs coming out. Yes. Perfect. Um, and then, of course, his YouTube link will be in the description. <laughs> if I can find it. Right. Right. Uh, make that I feel like you, to 15. I feel, like you, I feel like you lied to people saying that I'm not a YouTuber. Because, again, I have one follower. That's true. You know, I my, apologize. It's my son's like opening day uh, uh, at bats. <laughs> yeah. So I did, I enjoy. Didn't, I didn't mean to lie to <laughs> people listening. But thank you so much. We'll hope to see you in uh, less than three months. Or I, you, you may not be here. I'm going to ask you in a month if you have done another podcast since this one. And if you haven't, I'm going to slap you across the face. I'll, I'll take it. I'll Open take fist. It. <laughs> and, I, and I'll deserve it, if not. <laughs>